to discover how to stop seeking reassurance and five anxiety reassurance cures. Hey, I'm Antje Boyd, founder and creator of the Magnetize Your Man method. And let me tell you, this thing about reassurance drives us crazy and makes us actually addicted to other people's opinions. So let's go ahead and dive right in. So cure number one is take control of your negative thinking. So look, I get this question all the time, you know, like, oh, things are going great. I'm actually seeing someone, I'm actually talking to somebody, but out of the sudden, there's this negative thought coming into my mind. What if it doesn't work out? What if I'm not the right one? What if he's leading me on? What if he changes his mind? and so on, fill in the blank, right? So you are a master of negative thinking. Now, how do I know that? Well, for one, you're watching this video, right? So that tells me you're not where you want to be. If you have positive thinking, the focus follows, and then of course, the manifestation, because what you focus on expands. So what do you wanna do instead is actually understanding, okay, hold on a second, so here's my negative thinking, okay? And then understanding, okay, wait a minute, actually things are good. So when I look at the context of things, hmm, I don't know why there is this negative thinking. It doesn't necessarily make sense, okay? Step number two of overcoming negative thinking is actually reverse engineering. Meaning, understanding, hold on a second, it's not about this particular moment where you negatively think about something, but it is about the pivotal point from which you are shifting from thinking positive to negative. What happens in that moment? And oftentimes something happened hours and hours and hours before, okay? So that's really important for you to distinguish. For example, you could be thinking negatively, oh, you know, our relationship is probably not gonna last or he's probably not gonna call me back or anything like that. But actually going back and being like, hey, so maybe you didn't do your meditation in the morning, right? Or you just woke up with the wrong foot on, on the side of your bed, right? Or your phone call with your girlfriend who's also negative Nelly uh, was a little too long. So you really wanna understand what is that pivot point for you and then overcome it. Look, I did that with one of my clients um, who's now happily married and she found out, well, her negative thinking actually came from getting out of bed too late. So when she was past a certain time, like for, from that point on, the day was pretty much ruined, not immediately, but more and more negative behavioral patterns and cognitive patterns were rising throughout the day. So keep that in mind. Cure number two, use exposure therapy and face the things you're most afraid of. Okay. So this is really huge and I'm actually a massive, massive fan of that. Now, First of all, why is that? Well, for one, what you resist persists. So for one, you have to actually remove, wait a minute, the resistance from your fear. So let's say, so just write down your fear. What are you afraid of? What are you afraid to be found out about? When you go on a date, what are you hiding? Well, I know what you want to tell me. I'm not hiding anything out here. Oh yes, you are. You know, you may have the fear to come off as insecure, um, you may feel not being good enough. You may feel um, not powerful enough, powerless. Maybe you're resisting powerlessness. Maybe you're resisting 
helplessness. Maybe you're resisting stupidity or overall you're resisting inadequacy. So you can fill in the blank there, right? But instead I'm actually saying like lean into it, say yes to it, say yes to your shadow. Now, hold on a second. Auntie, how am I going to do that? Well, first of all, one, you actually stop with your coping mechanisms. So let's say you feel insecure. What do you do? Unfortunately, you overcompensate for that. And oftentimes, what we hear from men and from women is that you come off like being so strong, you have it all together, there's no vulnerability. Yeah, because you don't want to come off as insecure. So you do whatever you can to come off as secure as you possibly can, but you're way overdoing it. So what you want to do instead, so let's say you go on a date and um, as a matter of fact, that was the case for me, right? I was going on a date and I felt like it was this fear of like being too much. And then sure enough, this guy told me, you kiss too much. Okay. Okay. It wasn't the first date. It was like a second or third date, something like that. Okay. Um, and I just took a deep breath and I want you to do the same and just say, yes, yes, I am. You know, like I am, I, I'm affectionate. I am very affectionate. I have a lot of needs and just feel how good this feels to say yes to yourself. Like how awesome is that to be like, and then guess what? The bonus is of course with this particular guy, okay. Um, he actually said, oh no, just kidding, just kidding, you know, no, it's all good, it's all good, you know what I mean, I was just, I was just making a joke, right? And why is that? Well, because I advocated for my needs. I actually used the exposure therapy and I leaned into what I was afraid of the most, which was being called being too much, too intense, too big, too bold, too whatever you call it, okay, too needy, okay, and so once I leaned into it, I said yes to it. Ta-da! The resistance is gone and the confidence is through the roof. Keep that in mind. Cure number three, take a hobby to keep your mind entertained and engaged. Okay, so I know what happens. So oftentimes when we seek reassurance, it's because the mind wants to, wants to fill in the blank with something, wants to create certainty. So you're basically telling the other person, hey, Give me that certainty, right? Because remember, your brain is not happy when you have uncertainty. That's right. You should actually do what doesn't make your brain happy. You should do the opposite. As a matter of fact, there's a great book about that. Okay. Um, and so what you have to understand is like certainty is everything, right? Your brain actually gets grumpy when it's an uncertainty. So if I can't assure myself, because I don't believe in myself, I don't have the evidence for it. Uh, I delete too much. I distort too much, right? And I rely on other people. You know, the problem with that is I'm still seeking the certainty, okay? And so what you want to do instead, hey, how else can I fill this blank in, right? Okay, take up a new hobby. Keep your mind entertained. Keep your mind interested. Keep your mind engaged. So then that way it doesn't get bored. Because when it gets bored, it wants even more certainty. It starts to think even more. It overanalyzes everything to the T, right? And so you could do anything you want, you know, from quilting to skydiving and then of course anything in between, you know, Thai cooking, whatever, whatever it is, whatever you like to do, but take up a new hobby, take up a new hobby, you know, learn, learn something new, learn a new system or whatever it is, but keep your mind engaged. Cure number four, list all of the things you're most grateful for and review them often. Now look, 
My husband and I, we do this literally every night, right? What are you grateful for? What are you grateful for? Why are you grateful for that? And it could be very just super small things. You know, I'm so grateful that there's something called YouTube where I get to watch videos like yours, Auntie, you know? and I'm learning a lot. And I'm so grateful that I'm living in this technological age where I have access, where I have everything at my fingertips, where other people had to go to libraries and spend hundreds of hours, thousands of hours to actually find what they really want. And now you just type in what you want and you find it, it's right there, easily accessible, explained in five minutes, right? You know, something to be grateful for. You could also be grateful for your family. So really thinking about gratitude. Now look, John Martini actually says he doesn't go out of bed until he feels so filled with gratitude that he has tears in his eyes. You know, he feels like just this preciousness of this life, of the people in his life, right? And so that's what you really want to think about. And guess what? Another thing I always say about too is basically, uh, it's really being like spiritually generous, right? So when we say, well, I had I met this amazing guy, but you know, he's not available or he was just in town for two weeks or whatever, whatever, then we're spiritually greedy because we're not appreciating what we just had, the experience we just got to have with this amazing man and shop for those attributes. But instead of saying, yeah, that was great, but it's not what I want, right? I want more. This is not enough, not enough, right? And so you really want to be like, how can I become spiritually more generous? And guess what? The more you're grateful for, guess what? The more comes into your life because the unconscious is saying, wait a minute, you're so grateful for that. I have to give you more of that because you're focusing on it. So I have to fill in the blanks for you in reality and give you more evidence, more things to be grateful for. Okay. Also, when you're in gratitude, you come from a place of love. You know, when you're in gratitude, you're not coming from a place of fear. So if you're in fear, start with gratitude. All right. And cure number five, reassure yourself and practice meditation. And look, there's many meditations out there, walking meditation, singing meditation, transcendental meditation. Um, I mean, you know, you name it, chanting meditation, uh, of course, also, you know, quiet meditation, uh, moving meditation, whatever you want to do, right? Whatever it is for you that you want to do, do that. Use that meditation and create that spaciousness for yourself so you can reassure yourself. Now, how do you reassure yourself? Well, for one, you actually understand that there are several parts inside of yourself. So when one part is afraid, when one part wants to have certainty, it's not that all parts want certainty. So we can say, okay, so let's say your little girl wants certainty and she wants reassurance. Okay, now I can go inside of myself and actually see, hmm, what is another part that wants, that can provide that certainty? Maybe the queen can provide that certainty. Maybe the priestess can provide that certainty. I don't know. It depends on your constellation, okay? Okay, so, and then those parts can take care of each other and that's how you can reassure yourself. So if you want to really reassure yourself and know where you stand, then join my Magnetize Your Man quiz where you know exactly where you are in the process, what's missing from the equation, and where you want to put more energy on to attract that amazing man into your life. So for that, hop on over to magnetizeyourman.com 
and grab your slot as long as they last. The link is also below this video. Very much looking forward to chatting with you there, looking at your results. Much love. I'll talk to you soon. Mwah!